Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. <laughs> The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. SFL Nation, guess who's back, back again, doing SFL Audible, myself, KT, Ben unfortunately couldn't be in today, uh, but we do have KT here, um, and again, right, this show is for all the rookies, um, all the free agents, right, I'm, I'm coming back you know, uh, I've been out for a while for the folks that want to know exactly what has been happening and whatnot. You know, uh, I was out for a little bit due to a injury, injury I, I, you know, took because of work and whatnot. Uh, but I'm good, you know, getting better day by day and whatnot. But saw a lot of rookies out here, a lot of opportunities for, for rookies and free agents to get with their new teams or potential teams, right? And I wanted to give the opportunity to give folks platform again to to have that conversation to you know speak with teams and whatnot so again thank you for joining me if this is your first time check out old shows before we used to have um you know we have a show on mondays which would be sfl audible and then on fridays on fridays we actually have uh, inside the league which is where uh, we get to deep dive with an individual go through get to know you as the player as, as well as the person and, you know, uh, get your story out there for maybe GMs to deep dive in. So if you do want to call in, again, the phone number is 516-418-5467. And, again, this is for all the rookies, um, you know, potential free agents. If you want to call in, maybe ask some questions, have a dialogue or a conversation about, uh, you know, what the draft process is or anything like that, we'd love to hear it. Uh, KT, are you on? All right. I'm not sure what's going on, KT. We can't hear you at the moment. But, um, yeah, so if you guys want to go ahead and call in, you're more than welcome to. Um, again, we have a couple of key things coming up today. We're going to talk a little bit about the championship. Um, if you want to call in, that will probably be the best. And then from there, uh, we're going to have highlights, right? So it's going to be highlights of two teams. Uh, today we have... Uh, Portland that we talk about a little bit and then afterwards we'll go ahead and have Ashley who's going to go ahead and do her section as well. So without further ado, let's kind of talk about how uh, the championship went and everything else. So uh, we had, I had spoken before on Dave Axe's show uh, about um, how is, how is, you know, uh, uh, 
the, you know, how this was a classic. And, and I think, again, that's no disrespect to any of the other teams. Um, and for some reason, it's, it's having where I don't want nobody to get confused on what I was talking about there. Baltimore had a really great showing uh, theirs, um, as well as Atlanta Swarm. It's just this game here was a little bit more impactful when it came down to, um, you know, the whole overall, you know, how, how close the game was, how much of it was a defensive battle for a long time. Was Denver going to come out shooting out, you know, 50 points? Uh, was Florida going to be able to find a way to, 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 to counter Denver? Those are all key things that you really want to see. And I felt like that was kind of the game there. It wasn't so much of an underdog. It was kind of watching two heavyweights go at it. Um, so with that kind of being the case, that's what made it a classic. Congratulations to Denver. Um, being champions, right, if you've been in this league for a while, you've always noticed that Denver has been a top contender. Um, and, you know, it, it was eventually that time where they were knocking on that door to make that, that, that transition. And it also, for the folks that didn't make it, I mean, there was a couple cases where you saw, um, you know, Baltimore, you thought they might have had opportunity or, or Florida or, or whatever the case may be. Like, it was, it was again, with the two outcomes of the two types of coaches that were behind that and the two type of organizations, awesome to finally see that happen. And I know a lot of people like this um, due to that fact, right, how exciting it was and how poetic the ending was as well, which I think has been uh, pretty key in that situation. Um, again, will what will next year bring? I think that's, again, who's going to go – into it, who's going to be the next champion. That's always the exciting part about everything is what actually is going to happen. So um, I know KT is trying to work on, on getting on the air. Um, uh, and if so, KT, if you just want to go ahead and call in to the number maybe from there, and then I can link you in. Uh, there we go. KT. Nope, this is Jacob. Oh, Jacob, how's it going? I'm sorry. We were trying to get KT on the air, and there was, seemed to be some complications there. But how are you doing this evening? I'm not doing too bad, my man. Um, I noticed that we posted the wrong phone number for, for people to call in. I don't know if, if you noticed that or not. Oh, we did, we did, we did. Okay, so we got to put the right one. So I'll go ahead and uh, get that right number. So, again, sorry about that. The actual phone number to call in is 319 319- Five two seven six zero six zero. Um, that should be the right one, right? Or is it the five one five? I apologize. I think it's the five one five. Nelson, it it is the five one five six zero five nine eight four seven. All right, folks. Sorry about that again. So I'll go ahead and uh, get that out there as soon as possible. But it is the five zero five six zero five nine eight four seven. So thank you again. Uh, Jacob for that stuff but again thank you for joining us this evening you know it being the uh, first time around that we're actually having the show and I appreciate you being on and, and, and uh, jumping in today uh, to kind of discuss kind of uh, the team and whatnot and actually before we get started with that if you want to kind of talk about what you how you saw the championship right you coming from Denver uh, before being an owner and having that opportunity to be in that organization how did you feel the overall championship went? Nothing like putting me on the spot, huh, Nelson, about my uh, my former team and, and uh, everything like that, huh? 
<laughs> well, I wanted I wanted to get that aspect of it because you had been in that organization as well. And before we get into the the actual highlights where rookies could go ahead and call in, um, I wanted to kind of get some input as well about how that championship was. I, I talked about how it became a classic due to the fact of how close it was and how the competitive mindset of both type of coaches in that situation brought to the table um, and how, you know, again, no disrespect to previous champions, but this, again, was just considered a classic for how close it was. So just wanted to get some of your input and your take on that as well. Most definitely. Um, you know, th- this game was a true um, David versus David or Goliath ver- versus Goliath. Um, two of the arguably the best franchises in the league going head-to-head, um, such as Florida and Denver. Um, it, it was exactly what I thought this game was going to be, Nelson. Um, I knew it was going to come down to some sort of last-minute throw, last-minute kick, last-minute something for one of these two teams to uh, win the uh, championship, and it so, so happens uh, to come off of the uh, leg, of, and uh, what a nice way for him to run off into the sunset, right off in, into the sunset, and uh, with another ring. Yeah, I think, again, that that was, again, how poetic it ended was, was what really made this into a classic um, it made this really exciting to see, especially how it topped off. It looks like we have KT. KT, you're now on the line, right? What's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey, what's going on, KT, man? It's been a while. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. What's going on, Jacob? Not much, man. Long time no talk. How's the, uh, how's the off-season, off-season treating you? It is very, very busy. A lot happening. But um, I'm glad to be back on the show, man. I've, I've missed doing the show on Monday nights. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's when been uh, something... Nelson uh, shot yeah. me the uh, when, when Nelson shot shot me the message, I'm like, crap! I for- completely forgot about Monday nights. Usually, I'm, uh, you know, it's it's Friday nights, but uh, I I'm uh, it, it, it's an honor to uh, come on here and and uh, give my five pennies and 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 uh, help the uh, rookies in this particular class. Yeah, definitely. I think with what, how many rookies are, are potentially coming out in the team needs, I, I felt like this would be a great opportunity. Uh, one, like I was explaining a little bit on the show how, um, you know, we haven't had this show for a little bit due to the fact of, you know, uh, my own situation and then as well as, you know, KT having work and, and, and Ben having school. That Congratulations to Ben who, who just graduated. It, it's, it's, it's been kind of a lot going on. And once we heard and seen how many rookies actually needed to be spoke, you know, have an opportunity out here in the league, we wanted to make sure that everybody had that opportunity. So, again, if you do want to call in, uh, the phone number is 515-605-9847. And, again, that's for rookies. If you want to call in or free agents, uh, you can go ahead and call that number and uh, speak to us about, um, you know, any questions or anything that you may have particularly pertaining about uh, the draft or, you know, the process that, that, that maybe you're looking into or how do you go ahead and, and have conversations with owners, you know, alike and, 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 and people in the coaching staff and how to be a human being, right, I think at the end of the day and really understanding that you are your own agent at the end of the day. So, um, again, 
I appreciate this happening, and, and it has been a really great uh, welcoming coming back on the air and actually having a show again, uh, which we'll have another one coming up this Friday. So, um, uh, KT, right, uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of give you an opportunity to speak about the championship. Um, if you were able to get to, a chance to, I know a lot has been going on, um, you know, at work and things of that sort, but if you did get a chance to see it, how did you feel like the championship panned out? You know, how did you feel like this was compared to maybe some other championships? I mean, going into going into the season, I think Ben and I talked about it a lot. I, I consider Denver the best team in the league for the entire season. And I think, um, you know, the one thing that was always sketchy about Denver was the defense. The defense kind of held it together throughout the playoffs. They gave a lot of points, but they were able to kind of slug it out. McChesney had a great playoff. Um, just seeing him just bowl through guys and just get those extra yards and those yak yards after catches – I think the, the the championship game lived up to the expectation. Everyone knew it would be a close game. Everybody knew it would come down to the wire. Everybody knew it wouldn't just be a blowout from either side. I think how close it was and how exciting it was, that was almost like, holy like holy shit, this is a really good game. Like You were kind of really into it from beginning to end. But, you know, Denver was definitely a better team, and they definitely had a lot to prove after last season. So the fact that they were able to kind of gut it out, and I think that's the big key, they were able to gut out this win that they desperately needed to kind of get rid of the ghosts from last season. So it was a really big win. It was a great game to watch. Yeah, it it, it was a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, congratulations again to Denver. Um, I know today we'll have Arizona, so I know Ashley had some choice words for for them as well, right? But, again, um They've been really competitive for season on top of season, so uh, congratulations to them for that win. Now, uh, I do want to get to the section where we kind of talk about the highlights of the uh, of the teams uh, tonight, right? So we talked about giving rookies and free agents opportunities to uh, go ahead and, and ask questions, but also let folks know about our organization, our team. Um, and tonight will be about Portland, uh, which we have Jacob and KT both here uh, representing that that kind of the Portland fleet with myself. And then we'll have Miss Ashley Jackson on a little bit later on, maybe around 945-ish, to have her on and to represent Arizona and give that opportunity for any questions or or things to be asked as well. So, Jacob, you know, can you kind of walk us through, I guess, you know, Portland itself, right? Where was the inspiration of Portland, you know, Portland fleet, and how did it come to be where it's at now? Well, Nelson, um, I, I put my, my headphones in, so hopefully the uh, sound is, is a little bit better. Um, the Portland fleet came uh, season 15. Um, I was the head coach, offensive coordinator for the uh, Denver Nightwings in uh, season 14. They won the championship in season 13. So I kind of know how Adam Wiseman's going to feel going into this next season. But, uh, you know, Portland, I'm, I'm only about four hours away from the uh, city of Portland. Um, so it's, it's close to me. It's a place where, where I can do watch. It really hit me. The colors hit me. The uh, name hit me when I was sitting on the beach um, on, on the Oregon coast in, in, in a sunset. And the sun was setting, and that's when I saw the uh, United States Coast Guard vessel. Um, just going through, you know, the, the ocean like they do. Um, the, uh, the sand looked bluish. 
um, in, in this pit, uh, particular picture. The sun was orange, and uh, it was just uh, a phenomenal thing. So uh, that's where where Portland and and the word fleet uh, came from. Um, you know, it, it's been a, a wild and crazy ride. You know, having you as my uh, my, my GM. Um, you know, Mel Davis as my head coach, um, offensive coordinator, my uh, director of player personnel, the uh, gentleman that color codes everything that's actually got me color coding stuff now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so that's really how the uh, Portland fleet uh, came, came about. It was me just sitting on, on the beach, my man here, here uh, in uh, Oregon on the Oregon coast. And, and it was uh, just, uh, picturesque, and uh, I, I'm glad that, that that I had a phenomenal owner, um, such as uh, Jeremy Vega, um, kind of take me under his wing and say, "Hey, man, if this is what you want, you got to drive the dedication of, of what you showed me. You can be an owner in this league." And and uh, here we are going going into uh, se- season 17 with uh, KT and you and and uh, everyone else that's uh, on the squad. Yeah, it's it's um, to know where you, how everything came together because you know I've seen you know you show me recently actually where how the mock-ups were where the inspiration came from and I think it's so awesome to kind of know I told you that was the coolest part of the process is just how everything you know came to be how did the final product I think we have an amazing colorway of the orange and blue. Um, with the white, and then we throw in some of that black and gray sometimes. And most people don't even know that that gray attests to uh, a previous color scheme that you had as well. So I think that's really cool to share. Um, But overall, right, kind of sharing, again, the people, like you said, yourself being the owner, myself being the general manager, Mel Davis being the uh, office coordinator, head coach, you know, director of player personnel, and then we have, you know, Art as well. And then we got Art Vandalite. You know, yep. you know, and and, and you know, I, I didn't mean to leave uh, you know the master of of of, of our defense that uh, people kind of had trouble with there in the last uh, uh, we'll say three four games. So um, yeah. you know, definitely our our Vandalay can, can can dial up some uh, defense and and actually get Mel Davis his first three sacks of his entire career. So that that to me was, was a crazy crazy stat. Um, coming in uh, week 12 from a two-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. It, you know, going into next year is, is exciting, as many people know, right? It's not any secret. Our needs going into this year is a QB. And there's all respect what? to Matt Sal, um, mm-hmm. you know, about it, right? Uh, all respect to Matt Sal. Um, we wanted to, again, move forward. That's something that we've already shared with, you know, front office of, of you know, who's returning back and, uh, you know, who's going into free agency. So, it again, you know, no, no, Matt has been amazing and everything else. We just wanted to move into a direction that allowed us to be in, in the sense of where we wanted to move the offense and how we wanted that offense to start looking a little bit. So, um, you know, again, that's the need from there. But I do want to share, like, what, what Portland is and how Portland is um, as well. And, and, Jake, if you want to share some words, you know, about, again, thanking Matt South for his two years of, you know, what he's done with the team. And we wish him all the best in free agency finding, 
a new potential home from there. You know, if anybody does look into Matt South, you will get a really great person who um, has been doing some really great stuff. So, uh, Jacob, before we move forward, do you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, you know, uh, Matt South, you know, gave, uh, you know, gave, gave Portland a shot. Um, you know, there, there were a few other teams out there um, when we came in, in in season 15, such as Atlanta, um, such as um, Louisiana, um, and he decided to uh, take, take a chance on a uh, rookie owner, rookie OC, rookie DC, rookie GM, you know, a, a completely a, a complete rookie staff. So, you know, Matt, I, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, you will always be a fleet, once a fleet, always a fleet. Um, you know, I, I actually have a blank jersey that I'm going to be having some numbers um, uh, sewed on, stitched on, and number 10 will be on there. And, uh, you know, because Matt South is, is definitely a fleet uh, member for life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so coming to Portland, right, again, just letting folks know about Portland. We know about the history now. We know from the owner, and, and I do want to add, KT, in, in a bit, you know, your side of coming to Portland, right, because you've been in the league now going on. This will be your third season, right? You spent one season with Chicago, one season with us, so now we're going on potentially the third season. How, mm-hmm. you know, coming to this team, um, what are some of those things that uh, you have enjoyed? And you were a free agent as well, and I think, again, I always talk about sharing knowledge right, like about how that experience should go. So if you do want to share that with potential rookies or free agency agents that are listening, and, again, if you are listening out there, uh, you can call in. The phone number is 515-605-9847. That's for any uh, rookies or uh, free agents that may have any questions. KT here was a free agent not so long ago, um, and he could probably share with you how that experience and everything went. But go ahead, KT. I mean, um Coming into Portland, I'm, I know I I, Ben's not here, but I think I can talk for Ben. We we were coming from a, a very a very weird situation with the Chicago franchise and yeah, everything that happened there. Obviously, everyone knows the story. Um, so I was looking for a new team to kind of start fresh with and almost you know get a real feel of the league because I felt like my rookie year I wasn't able to get a, a feel for what the league was about because of everything that was going on with the Chicago mm-hmm. franchise. Um, and just so happened, you know, Ben kind of put me in touch with you guys because, you know, Ben was going to you. Ben, you know, was talking to you guys, but he wouldn't tell me. And I started talking to you guys. But he, I didn't tell him anything. And it just seemed genuine talking to, you know, Jacob, talking to you, talking to Mel. It just seemed like a genuine, a genuine team family type feel to it. And I think that's the key. You, you know, this is fun. You want to have fun. You want to be around people that, you know, you enjoy their company. I know I disappear sometimes because, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. But you don't want to be around people that you feel comfortable with, that when you go into the locker for game day, it's going to be um, it's going to be a fun experience. Like, I know watching games at home with the chat on loud, my wife knows who John Truesman is now. And she knows, like, when Truesman goes a block, she knows, okay, that's Truesman. Okay, cool. So it's that type of feeling that I think has free agents and Rookies still hoping, looking to get drafted. You want to look for that per, that right situation because, you know, for you know, hopefully more than twelve weeks of the year. Hopefully, you go to the playoffs. More than that, that's this is going to be 
you know, this is your family, this is your people. So you want to find people that you're comfortable with, that's comfortable with you, and that you're going to have a good time with and just talking to. So I think that's the big thing I was looking for when it came to free agency and trying to find that perfect fit to almost get that bad taste out of my mouth from that first season. Yeah, and and I think, again, uh, platforms, right, uh, there's different ways for you to get yourself out there, I think, right? Uh, in this situation, we know KT used his relationship with Ben, and, and that created a network to, to allow us to meet a great person like KT. And at that time, also to KT, you, you guys had a show back then, uh, Wildcat mm-hmm. Wisdom, that was an awesome segue to bring it into SFL Audible. Um, you and him had a show on your own, and being able to bring that talent uh, that you that you guys had, and I love the dynamic that you guys have. Um, typically, you know, on here we just kind of talk about each topic, and then just folks call in, and you know, we just all have really a discussion. And, and this, due to it being the off season and, and the draft coming in, in in a few more weeks, and it going into free agency soon, I always I felt like this was a great time for me to also try to get back to some normalcy after my injury to um, get back to everybody. So I think again, uh, this is this is really great to kind of share with everybody. But um, you know, wait, real fast, yeah. Nelson, can we yeah, yeah. can we talk about Jacob and his epiphany that he had looking at the water? Like that was that was some profound stuff right there. I was like, <laughs> I want to go visit where Jacob was. Because I'm like, yo, I got to go. Like, just hear him describe it, and now he'll please put the picture in. I got to go there now just to get some get some clarity on my life, I feel like now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, KT. You know, I, I don't know if I shared that with you. You know, we you, you and I spoke um, in depth, you know, last offseason. Um, but uh, that's, that's what brought the fleet out is that picture right there. And, and the sand looks blue. It's a blackish blue, but – Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it that right there is my chi. That is uh, where I went um, right there towards the latter part of the season when we did go on, on our winning streak. Um, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but uh, um, that right there centers me. Um, and and yeah, yeah, and I, I think it, I think it represents exactly. Um, kind of the case. And I think KT brought it uh, to kind of go back to what KT was talking about with fit. Um, I think to really get fit, you have to kind of talk to people. I think folks really think um, people are going to reach out to them first, and that's not always the case, right? Uh, we Everybody has a life outside of the SSL, so sometimes those can collide and you don't always get the same type of level of, 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 of being to get to, you know, everybody at once. So trying to reach out to teams, uh, utilizing different platforms, you know, uh, this show, utilizing Dave Access's show, utilizing Ashley Jackson's show, utilizing Coach Craven's show, um, utilizing those platforms I think also help um, as well to kind of get that opportunity to maybe speak to teams or sell yourself, right? Because as, as you guys know, Bernard is also part of this show, and Bernard would tell you that you have you're your own free you're your own agent, so you have to sell yourself. And I think again, how you go about that um, is key. KT, in the example of you when you came and, and we started having a conversation, your approach was uh, spot on, very respectful. We were able to really hit it off, right? Um, I treat people just like people, so it was not like this whole call me GM or any of that kind of stuff. And I want folks to understand. 
I'm a general manager, yes, and I and I'm a manager outside of of the SFL as well. Um, but I'm a person just like you. So again, how you engage with me is how I would love to be engaged back. And the way KT spoke and the way KT was positive and engaged and understood the vision that we wanted to have, which we'll talk about, you know, again, kind of what Portland is and what we're about and kind of the what you would potentially come into uh, for any of that kind of situation so you understand it from the horse's mouth. We have, um, you know, again, I want to I want to kind of break that down into that. And KT, if you can give me do me a favor and really mm-hmm. just uh, explain again how what is the best approach for teams as well like I say what you brought to that table and how you came to be but what about your side what was your approach when you were speaking to teams as well as ourselves to to, to making sure you sell yourself properly over discord or, or whatever the case may be I mean the big thing I think you said it just you going respectful obviously you're going you're talking to different teams different GMs different owners and you know you're you're trying to you're selling yourself to them, right? He's not then selling yourself to you. Like, at the end of the day, there's a lot of players in the league, there's a lot of available players. At the end of the day, and this is kind of blunt, they don't really need you. Like, you're, you're selling yourself to them. So you got to go. You gotta come correct to them and let them know, like, I'm interested, here's what I can bring, and then that's when you start talking to them. And just, I think a lot of it is listening and just the more you listen, the more you figure it out, the more they tell you, then you figure out, okay, are you a fit, yes or no. If you're not, then you talk to someone else. But it's always, I think the whole thing about free agency, I think, is to really keep your options open and, and just be willing to listen. I think that's the really big thing I can kind of tell people, just be willing to listen and hear what they have to say and don't just kind of rush into a situation because you just want to get on a team. Because a lot of times you, just, yeah. you, you want to get on that big stage and, you know, be on next level sports or be on Florida fans. So, okay, cool, but you may not be the correct fit, whether it be player bill, whether it be personality, whether whatever the case may be. So I think the big thing is just really listening to what they're saying and figuring out, okay, is this working? Is this the, with this fit? Is the, eh, I'm not really sure. Plus, I think the league, especially if you're a free agent, if you're a rookie, if you're an SFLM, you get to know a lot of people, and it's also finding people you're comfortable with. Like, I know Ben, me and, me and Ben developed a friendship doing Wildcat yeah. Wisdom and kind of going through what we went through with Chicago. So I feel like that's also a, an idea of, okay, I know Ben, Ben knows me, I know Ben, I trust Ben that he's not going to bring me into a, 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 another weird situation like we had in Chicago. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna roll with Ben. So that also plays a role too. And like you might know someone who's like, hey, someone's looking. Like, let's go. That helps. As yeah. Well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Jacob, I know we don't have you for much longer. Uh, before we let you go, did you want to say anything last words about Portland um, as, before you get out of here? Uh, Nelson, I just want want to tell rookies out there, free agents out there, um, don't be afraid to reach out to owners, you know, uh, especially me. I, I, I will bend over backwards to help you um, any way that, that I possibly can. It doesn't matter if you're a, a quarterback, you know, because that, that's what, what we're looking for. Um, but if you're, you're like a free safety, strong safety, it doesn't matter what position. If you're looking for insight and or information that can help you get drafted or, or just help your stock per se, 
um, here in the SSL. My DMs are always open. Um, I'm probably one of the more quieter owners in out in public. Um, but <laughs> if you ask KT, if you ask Ben, <laughs> if you ask Nelson, if you ask anyone that has had a relationship with me inside the locker room, outside the locker room, um, I will bend, bend over backwards for you. Um, but w- one thing that I want to tell rookies out there is just make sure that the team that that you want to be drafted by or try to get drafted by, make sure that they have the values. Make sure that they have the mindset of, of where you want to go here um, in the SFL. And, and you know, I, I've always said this. I've told this to Nelson. I've told this to Mel. Um, I've told this to, to Mr. Art Vandalay. Once I stop having fun here in the SFL mm-hmm. is the day that I won't be here. Yep. So if you can't have fun in this league doing what, what we're doing, communicating, creating content, whatever you're doing, if you can't have fun here, well then, unfortunately, maybe this isn't the right place for you. But I will always say this, and I will stand behind this. Once I stop having fun is the day that I won't be here. So just make sure, guys, and guys and gals, I'm sorry, uh, just make sure that, uh, you know, the team has the same values as you. Make sure um, that they have, you know, your same integrity. Make sure that they have your same mindset. And uh, and just go with it because that's key. Because if a team does not have the same mindset as you, have the same integrity that that you could possibly have, it's going to be a long season. And I'm sure KT um, can can vouch for that 100. percent Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> completely. <laughs> Thank you again, Jacob. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, Definitely do appreciate it. And, again, any rookies that do want to reach out to Jacob, um, it's Jacob underscore fleet owner on Discord, um, and you can always reach out to him. But thank you again, Jacob. You have a good night. You too, Nelson. Take, take, uh, take care, fellas. Later. Later, Jacob. So I think, again, what he brought up was true. Um, making sure you have the right fit, making sure you enjoy yourself, make sure you're having fun, right? Uh, KT can attest kind of how – we we set up our 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 times right. We have uh, times where you get to see you know simulations being run of how coaches are working things right uh, throughout the week, so you can see how your players doing and seeing you know what the team may be working on right on game days. We watch the games together. Um, I think again there's 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 sort of things of, of unity that we try to do one another. We understand too right real life like KT you know you moving into a new home and then you know, uh, uh, the job and everything else. Like, it, the real life happens. And one thing that I love about our locker room is that it's not a very demanding locker room. So it's not like every day you have to be in there talking. It's typically a good good evening, good morning, hey, have a great day, have a great weekend type of situation, unless we're reacting to something big, right? Um, and, and, and that kind of gives you this knowing that, hey, I know when the games are. I know when I'm supposed to. 
um, check in, when am I supposed to put in my stuff, you know, and, and when do I partake? And then you're also able to have a life outside of that, which I think is awesome, right? Because when, when things aren't too demanding, you're able to enjoy multiple things, um, you know, in this league and, and, and things outside of it. So I think it's, it's really well, I, awesome. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Casey. Well, I also think that, you know, you talk about check-ins and progressions and, that was one thing that kind of struck me as well with the, with, with you guys with Portland, and I, I can only talk for Portland. I don't know about the other teams, but before the season starts, you guys actually sit down and kind of go over it. Because going into this past season, I really didn't understand the progressions. I would just get yeah. progressions, and put them in. I got like a I got a crash course in the progressions and how it works and the bonuses, blah blah blah. So that was a different touch as well, which I think would benefit. Um, you know, rookies and free agents, especially those who are kind of like, well, I know I have to do progression, I know I have to check in, but I'm not completely sure about like, like what the hell it is, like what, what does it all <laughs> yeah. mean? So yeah. I think that's a, a, a major advantage I think for Portland, and I don't know, probably other teams do the same thing as well. I can only talk about Portland because I know my one year, my first rookie, I I just you know checked in, I didn't know. Yeah why I was checking. I knew I was checking in, but, like, why are we doing this? Why are we, why are we focusing on this thing? What, what's the point here? So that was a major, a major selling point for me, knowing that I made the right decision after that. Yeah. And, and, and you, you brought a really good point on that, right? It's, there's a side of this that we really focus on, right? Like we really focus on our player's development. We really focus on our player retention, right, player happiness. Um, and, and that kind of brings to part of that, right? It's ensuring that you know what you're you're getting involved in. I think it's – I'm not in those conversations. Like, I'm always in those conversations, but I'm always, like Jacob says, always sitting in the back of the class just observing. But I'm also, I'm also learning as well with you, right? So I'm there and I'm observing, yes, how my coaches are working w- with the players and, you know, um, helping with any kind of questions or any situations from there. And I, and I think, again – that the coaches come together with everyone uh, to figure out what is the best course of action or where, um, you know, is going to be, you know, what, where, where we can come together, what you want to do and what we see come together. And I think it's really, it's great and it's planned out. And it, we really do focus on that in this team. And, and, and that's, again, <laughs> like Jacob says, drinking your gin and juice in the back. Um, yeah, that, that's that's who I am, right? Like as a general manager, for folks to understand what my role is in this in my organization, it's one I'm the backbone to everything. I communicate with my owner, I communicate with my coaching staff, I communicate with my players, I I get players with coaches, coaches with owners. You know, like I am that middle ground, and I'm also here to ensure you know players such as KT Ben and the rest of the players that are involved. Uh, <laughs> Keep, keep, yes, keep our owner out of trouble as well. Um, it's something that um, I take a lot of pride in. And, and, and to hear from KT, right, this is not scripted. KT was not paid to give that, that endorsement. It's the truth. We want to ensure that you know what you're doing, what you're getting yourself into, and it's as much as you as it is us. And uh, Jacob has always said every this team is not just his team we make sure that you have pride and feel a type of ownership in this, in this organization and this team. And you're coming into a locker room with people who are fathers, husbands, you know, 
um, sons, you know, great people around you that, again, will be here when you do need them and will and won't ask for much in return. And I think that's awesome in, in the camaraderie that we have, the passion we have to win. Um, you know, we grew, uh, you know, for folks that don't know, we started season 15. This is going into our third season and two seasons. We have been able to grow in such a, a rapid pace that as myself, as a general manager, um, it's so exciting, right? It's so exciting to bring talent like KT last year, who has been an asset, not just solely on the field, um, but also uh, off the field as well with the show and everything else. So um, I, I think what we're able to 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 really bring to the table for folks to know is just you have all these people together that will honestly have your back and you have the support and you'll be in an organization that will help you and explain to you the best course of action um, and and we can kind of go from there. So, KT, um, since you've been with, with the organization, you've also seen some growth, right? So, um, with that growth that you have seen, you know, we went from a 2-10 and 10 team to a 5-7 and 7 team, which, again, is moving in the right direction. Um, but in, in your eyes, right, what, what else have you seen coming in? This is your whole, your first whole season here. How was that overall first season played out with being in the locker room? And, again, I think you did an awesome story with development. But um, what, what, what else would you like to share as well? I mean, it's, it's the, the positivity, I think, played a major role in for us, too. Because, you know, we, you know, you start off with that first game against St. Louis when there were, you know, there were some calls that went against <laughs> us. And, you know, you, after that game, it's, it's really easy. It's like, you know what, this is stupid. I'm done. Like, I, I can't deal with this right now. But it was just, it was constantly every week, you know, brick by brick, you know, bit by bit. And you kind of see, you saw it throughout yeah. the season. There's a lot of games that, you know, a lot of games we lost by 10 or less points. A lot of yeah. our losses came, it was really, really close games, but you started seeing growth. And I think the positivity that everybody kept, that everybody said, all right, good job, good job, okay, just keep it going, just keep it going. And I think that helped us finish the season out the way we did. I think the positivity and the constant, like, you know, we're almost there. We're almost there. And you saw it, like you said, 2-10 to 5-7. and seven, You know, a, a, a three-win improvement is, is, is not – there's nothing that's just to sneeze at and go, oh, well, three wins. That's And of those seven losses, there's a good four or five that we could have won. <laughs> so yeah. I think that was always in our head that we're going to get better. We're going to get better. This is second year, second-year franchise. So I think that was the, the growth I saw was how the team just kind of held it together. We were just overly positive. We're like, we're, we got this. We're close. We're getting there. We're getting there. And eventually, yeah. you know, to me, to me, I think we got there. I think we're at a point where, you know, we're a team that I think other teams might look at us and like, Ooh, we got Portland this week. Oh shit, it's gonna be a tough game. I yeah. think we're at that point now. Yeah, I think I think there's a growth level, like I was saying, uh, the level you know, the defense took from, you know, it's their first year. And their first year, you know, they had some top ten sections, right? Like they were in the top ten of certain categories. To then going to the second year and growing when people didn't think that was going to be the case, right? We had lost two linebackers at that time. And I remember – there's a few stories I'll share, but I remember this one that somebody said, who the heck is KT? 
And I said, what? Like, you know, he played in Chicago and kind of like, again, I remember when that was announced that we had signed you as a linebacker. Everybody was kind of like, huh? So I think that, that you shared a little bit how that connection happened, right, through, through Ben. But, <laughs> you know, knowing that story of who's KT, but KT now was part of one of the best defense that I've seen, you know, in the SFL, respectfully. In, in, in our team, and you held your own, and we've seen you flying all over the place. And, you know, we lost um, Amon, and then we, we uh, Frank Champions went into retirement. So there were some pretty sh- big shoes to fill, but I think you came in uh, stupendous, stupendously as a player on and off the field. And the, I think the best moment that I could share in the locker room that, like, I was always in awe about is it was after a loss, and I wish I could remember the team – but I, I just remember the situation. So we, we lost, and it was a tough loss because, you know, uh, after a loss, we, we the, the front office, we typically get together, you know, allow us to kind of process our thoughts as a, as a, as a front office staff, right? And then kind of get together and, and speak with the players. Now, so we can all kind of do this as a team, right? Um, so we go into, I, we go into the locker room and, uh, I see all the conversations that we're having, right? So the the conversations that are happening in the locker room and the ongoing conversations after that. And you guys are so supportive of one another. And it wasn't just the players that were here season one. It wasn't just some of, you know, the vets. It wasn't just some, it was everybody. It was rookies, you know. It was everybody coming together and saying, hey, it's all right, guys, we got this. We're moving in the right direction, and we're going to do big things. In that moment, KT, as a GM, stuck with me. So, like, I was so over the moon because what I envisioned, what Jacob envisioned, what Mel envisioned, what all of us envisioned when we first were given the opportunity to to have this happen, right, Jacob gave us that opportunity, it was a real moment where I was – just in awe of what we were able to create, what we were able to build, you know, with the relationship that we were able to build with Ben during the free this period, right? And again, any uh, rookies or free agents that want to call in five one five six zero five nine eight four seven. But because we had a really great experience with Ben during that time when Ben had an opportunity to test free agency, he tested us. And we at that time also did need a wide receiver. So it was a match made. And then, he brings you, and, and, and Ben is such an upstanding guy. Like, just talking, you know, I love talking with him because he's so in the know about this league. Secretly, I don't think people know mm-hmm. that, right? He, he does mm-hmm. that. So you got to understand, he, he sees all your stats. He sees all these things. I don't think people understand. Ben knows what he's talking about. Uh, but I digress on that, right? Um, but then – he being a stand-up person and having those values and, and getting to know you and having those friendships and bringing you over and you have the same values we do. Just, again, you know, to anybody who's looking at free agency, use those resources, use those relationships as well because they can honestly get you in a place that you may feel more comfortable with and uh, being a little bit in a better situation with. So with that being said, before we bring in our lovely other guest who is on air, uh, to represent the other team of the evening. And again, guys, uh, this will happen every Monday. We'll have two teams that we highlight. Today we highlighted Portland, and we're highlighting Arizona. Next week it will be Louisiana and Jacksonville, and then there will be 
um, another team after that as well. So we'll have two spotlighted teams going forward until the draft itself, until everything's said and done. Uh, we'll be doing that. And then afterwards, we'll go back to our regular content of talking about news and information and really as a community getting together to do that. Uh, but before we get to uh, our guests, I do just want to share again that, that culture thing uh, that we were talking about before, just the culture that Portland is. Um, again, you know, we talk about discipline. We talk about commitment. We talk about toughness. We talk about effectiveness and pride. Uh, we talk about that kind of being the mindset that you really want to have, uh, having that discipline to do your check-ins, right, having the discipline of, you know, again, we, we, we are a group of people who kind of keep everything within our organization. We share what we want to share because it's, it's, it's what it is, but we're not an organization that likes to be out there. Um, but we have that discipline, right? I, I, we, we see some of the remarks that people like to, sh- to kind of throw some shade <laughs> on Portland, but, we, but our guys have the discipline to know, hey, it's not worth it, right? It's not worth us going back and forth, and it's not worth us trying to change your mind let us change your mind with what, how we do on the field, not try to sit there and go back and forth with somebody who, again, maybe not even worth the time of you taking to do that. Uh, the commitment, right, to doing your, your check-ins, committed to being here for your team when you can. But, again, when real-life stuff happens in the situation of tonight, and, and again, Ben, you know, we, we were going to – we're missing you, and we can't wait to have you next Monday when you're here. But, again, when real life happens, KT knows it. I, I know it. When real stuff happens, KT has had my back with Ben and vice versa, you know, with, through, through this whole injury. So um, that commitment is, is definitely key, and these guys have always shown it. Uh, toughness, again, to get through, you know, these losses, the you know, to be able to go through uh, the challenges that every season brings. you got to have that toughness and the effectiveness of being able to ask questions, right, like ask questions. We'll always share with you. It's an open, basically, policy. We'll always share what we know, and there's no hidden things or anything from any of our players. And then, again, pride. Pride in your team, pride in what you do, and pride in your position. Um, and I think that's kind of cool. And then we, we always talk about, like, we, we love to have fun, right? Fun is really a huge thing. If you're doing this, it's not fun. Jacob said it before. He's always told it to us, if it's not fun no more, please don't do it because it's supposed to be a fun game for us to kind of unwind and do. And I think we do an amazing job of doing that while still keeping a very professional, very positive, very uh, uh, gritty type of mindset uh, as well. Very competitive and relentless, right? Um, Don't think that, again, like AT says, we always try to go. We're not getting blown out of the water. Uh, We're staying competitive. We are constantly coming to the last second of the clock, and we are making sure that we're bringing a competitive product on on the uh, on the gridiron every every game, right? And then again, show respect, humility, integrity. Um, I think that's really huge. We respect one another. Like Jacob said, he may be an owner, but he's here to help anybody. Myself, I'm a general manager, but I'm a human being. And when any any of my guys need me, they know for a fact I will move whatever I can, do whatever I can to ensure that my player is happy and support them because they always supported me and always had my back. Shout out to the Portland fleet and all my guys in Portland. Um, and just again, like be humble, right? Like we don't know everything. So coming with that mindset, like just because I'm a general manager, just because of whatever my title says, I have to be humble enough. If I mess up, I mess up. Or if I know something, or if I don't know something, I can share that with my team. With no problem. No no issue, and they'll understand that, but I will find the answer and help my my team out with any way, shape, or form, um, and integrity, 
you know, again, own up to anything that goes on. I think if you own up to things, right or wrong, um, folks are able to work with you and kind of make it a situation where you get to a mutual understanding versus um, kind of lying, getting caught in a lie. Now we're trying to figure out why you're lying. It wasn't that big of a deal. We just wanted to kind of know what's happening. Like, I think just type of integrity to say, hey, look, or when you don't know something, knowing it uh, is kind of key. But that's all I want to share. If you do want to contact me more about Portland, uh, please contact me at my Discord, which is Nelson uh, Nelson Lozano. That's L-O-Z-A-N-O, Capital Portland GM. Or you can contact our Director of Player Personnel, Head Coach, uh, Mel Davis, and his is Mel Davis, right? Uh, separated, no underscore anything. Uh, Capital Fleet, Space, Head Coach, slash OC, slash Middle Linebacker. So, again, that would be, if you want to know more about Portland, our openings, like I said before, RQB. We're looking for, again, to somebody that if you heard tonight what Portland is about, we're looking to maintain that and uh, sustain the culture that we've already built in two seasons. Um, so that's, again, what we have here. So without further ado, I do want to introduce the wonderful Ashley Jackson. Uh, Ashley, how are you doing this evening? Mm, what is up, Nelson? It's, it's so good to be back. So glad <laughs> to have you back. <laughs> it, it, it feels good to be back. Um, it feels good to have something of that was normal to me um, be back in normal when the last few months have been anything but normal. And uh, I appreciate you checking in on me when I was out. Uh, it, it really did mean a lot. To, to have folks who I may not know face-to-face go above and beyond to say, hey, let me just check in and see how, how I'm doing because you know the true story and a couple other people do. And when mm-hmm. things are over and done with, I'll be happy to share that. But until that's the case, I do want to keep that still in somewhat in-house. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, I want to say thank you, right? And, and I think, again, <laughs> you coming in and representing the Arizona Scorpions, having – that great run, right? I know it wasn't the run uh, that you wanted it to end, but Ashley always talk about the growth, right? And it was from never going to the playoffs to then getting into the playoffs, but like kind of like in the beginning to, or or, or just missing it, I think at that point, and then going so deep Mm -hmm. into the playoffs where you lost to the championship team. Like the team that beat you won the championship. So imagine you win it, that could have been you guys. So to know that you are now put in a position way higher than three, four seasons have passed, right? I, I think it's awesome. You're doing a wonderful job, you and Eddie. And I know there was other people that helped out too, BJ at that time. Um, and I, I wish I remembered the other, the person that was part of that journey with you guys now. Um, and then uh, mm-hmm. DJ Moses is also part of the front office staff, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yes. So um, thank you again for, for being on here tonight and representing that great organization. Hopefully I brought you in your intro great, you know, in a great way and also hosting SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. So thank you for, for taking the time on being here tonight. And you're very welcome. That was a um, very nice, very nice thing to say, man. And it first off, I, I had to check on you when I when I found out that you wasn't having the show. Okay, you can miss one show. Okay, okay now you're missing two? 
okay, now it's starting now. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I, I need to know. But, yeah. you know, that's that's always been a part of my nature just to check on everybody, you know, to make sure that yeah. – and, and when I don't hear from you, it, it worries me. So, yeah, I'm going to check in and make sure that you're okay. You know, you're a vital part of – the the content creator team, and you're also a vital part of your own team, you know, in yeah. Portland, you know, and it means a lot that you even had me on the show. And, yes, we did come very close to the semi, just five points away, but that dag on Kramer Jackson and his leg. <laughs> <laughs> that leg, his freaking that leg, leg caused a lot of That's, trouble. <laughs> yeah, but you're like you're right. It is about growth, and it is about you know, seeing yourself, seeing your team grow with the wins and with the losses. I think we only won four games um, the very first time we, you know, came together as a squad, and then it progressively got better. And who knows, maybe this season it will lead to championship run. You never know. But it is about, you know, sticking to your guns, supporting your team despite all the wins and all the losses because it's easy to ride with somebody when you win it all day. But the moment you hit that adversity by losing, I think that's where your true character shows and what you're really about. So yeah. that's why we've been able to retain, you know, most 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 of our team. You know, other people decide they want to go and um and be first wide receiver, be first um whatever, or just have other things going on in their life. We definitely understand that. We are not going to try to hold you that you're you know hold you against your will to. Um, to make you be a part of, even make you feel bad about the choice that you made, you know. Yeah. While I, you know, me being all sensitive and stuff, I probably be like, oh man. But at the same time, I know that you're paying your money just like I am, and you want to see yourself in a certain situation, or you know, you got some things going on there. Yeah, man, go take care of that. We'll be here. I don't care what team you on. I have teams across the entirely. I mean, friends across. The entire league, I feel like I'm a part of everybody's team, honestly, you know, and, and to a certain yeah. extent, because I care about the person behind the player, always has, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I will vouch for that, and that's also why you've won, uh, you know, community ambassador, right? I think it's a great accolade to, to really share yeah. that, right? Three times. And, you know, that's not something that you, that just happens, right? That's that shows that's who you are as a person. You are a person who wants to get to know others, but also help us. Um, and I've seen you step in when things are unjust um, to kind of help the, the community kind of get back into a course, right? Because there'd be times where we, we, we definitely see, you know, gen chat and things of that sort can really wild out. And um, mm-hmm. we got to kind of remember, you know, to, to, to pump the brakes and, and take a step back uh, just because again, you don't you you got to understand that we all are around so sometimes we have to represent the league in the best way shape or form especially if we want to bring in new talent and have folks feel like it's a supportive community not a judgmental or negative community in that standpoint so i can definitely attest to what you're saying is 100 percent true and i think sharing too that growth that you were talking about uh folks finding their right homes and fit kt brought that up a little bit earlier right him starting in one organization and ending up with another um and him being able to kind of talk and 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 speak 
to everybody, you know, who he wanted to. He spoke to me, he spoke to the owner, he spoke to, you know, his head coach and director of player personnel and everybody loved KT and KT, you know, loved everybody else. So it was it was honestly a great fit and we felt hundred percent confident in KT. Not just the player he was or was developing on being, right? Because KT mm-hmm. was still new in that standpoint. But also being able to come in and create this inside the league team where we now have two shows and and it gives two different aspects of the league. You have this, which was supposed to be a call-in. So if there is any free agents or uh, rookies that do want to call in, speak to myself, AJ, KT, right? Talked about how KT was a free agent at one time. You know, Ashley is the GM of the uh, uh, Arizona Scorpions, if nobody knew that, right? Um, So you can (laughs) call and ask her questions as well about, you know, drafts and things. And I I do want to give a disclaimer as well. We won't be like, hey, don't call in and just be like, hey, pick me, pick me at your pick. Um, It's not like that. It's more of getting the insight of what teams are are, or who we are, right? What are are you coming into, right? It's as much as you buying into our team as us buying into you. And I know there's different ideologies on how people get to teams, but Regardless, this is a spotlight, a space where rookies can call, ask, you know, hey, how do I reach your owner? Or, hey, Ashley, I was actually interested in what you may have available in Arizona. What is that? Like, this is a platform for folks to call in, ask questions, but also get point of contact, which Ashley always knows when I interview anybody. Um, I always say plug in, plug in your Discord, plug in what you want to plug in because it's a mutual respect and understanding for any guests that jump on my shows um, to, mm-hmm. to share that, that same type of level of respect. So if you do want to call in, phone number is 515-605-9847. Um, but Ashley, I mean, if you can kind of walk us through, if you know a little bit of the history of, you know, your Arizona Scorpions, and then maybe a little bit about the team, right? So for folks that don't know, I mean, yes, you went almost to the championship, so I think that's a great accolade and uh, how long that took to, to get there because I feel like it was a super fast turnaround. Arizona was was being talked about last season as being, this, you know, up-and-coming team, and, and you really saw that ex- acceleration this time around. And I know that was also mm-hmm. the attribute of adding some key, key rookies in the draft, right, Max Knight and uh, Bernard Smith but also That's retaining right. that team that you were able to to have and bring in some free agents in TJ Punk, um, in uh, David Barr at that time too. So, again, the floor is yours, but if you could share Arizona, who you guys are, and kind of that journey of where you guys are now. Okay, gotcha. So to sum things up, Arizona is a family. I think if you – Talk to anybody that's on the team, anyone that has been a part of the team and decided to move on for whatever reason, they would always tell you that we are a family-oriented team. Um, We will always say that your personal family comes first, but we look at each other as brothers, as sisters, you know. Um, And whenever someone has issues, we work together. If you come to me, you go to Eddie, you go to anybody on the team, we're going to do our best to try to help you through it. Even if, like for me, if I don't know the answer to you, at least I'm a sounding board. I'm someone that will listen to you and just tell you that, you know, despite what you're going through, man, there's 
life is like a circle. You know, sometimes you're on that bottom half, but then you're going to wind up finding yourself back up top again. Mm. Um, and Eddie comes with the, you know, the knowledge that he has of just life, you know, dealing dealing with things. You know, his his wife is like a psychiatrist, so he has actually, you know, listened to her and actually kind of taken some notes from her, so kind of helping people in that regard. So it is a family thing. You know, we want to make sure everybody is welcome. If you have a talent, let us know. If you got something good going on in your life, like um, Donnie Hans just got married, you know, and so he put that in the locker room. We shared it on Twitter. So anything positive, anything that you got, you know, we're, we're celebrated together. Um, with as far as the history of AZ, we were originally the OKC Renegades, and it was originally owned by Tiberius Bovine. And Tiberius decided that he wanted to sell the team, and Eddie was right there. I mean, it was crazy because when I first entered the league, right? I was like season, I think I I started season 12, but I was here season 11 kind of, you know, filling around, things like that. I always saw Eddie and Chad talking about he wanted a team, and at the time he was with Houston. Oh, man, I just want a team. I want a team. I want a team. I was like, man, this dude really want a team. Like, man, somebody please get this man a team. Yeah. <laughs> but with that passion and with everything that he displayed, he got what he wanted and deservedly so. So Tiberius was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and let you do this, but I would like to be the tight end, you know, and kind of help out with the playbook. Cool. First time, you know, first year, we rolled with that. Um, didn't really pan out the way we want to, but being a, a new team, a new franchise, rather, I should say, you, you know, you got to kind of feel your way around things, you know. Yeah. And by Eddie finally taking over, you know, as um, defensive coordinator and, like, owner and head coach, you know, it was daunting. But then the second year came, and then Tiberius decided to go to um, Las Vegas. You know, we wished him well, you know, wanted him to, to make sure that he has the opportunities that he wanted to have. But then everything fell on Eddie. So he's the offensive coordinator. He's the defense coordinator. He's the owner going to all these meetings and trying to enter in playbooks while traveling all over the place, while taking care of his family. So things kind of fell by the wayside a little bit, but he got it together, you know, and every every season we get a little bit better. But um, as a team, we always just wanted to to get over that hump. And I think – that this season was probably the closest that we've ever gotten to doing that um, with the different pieces that we did add. Even, and you mentioned everybody that we picked up in free agency except EJ the Q. EJ had retired from the league, and I never stopped talking to him. I always checked on him, always made sure everything was cool with him, kind of like what I do with Zach Sandlin. Um, you know, just checking on him. And one day we, we had a need for his position. And I was like, man, would you ever consider just coming back to the league, you know, and just playing with me, man? I know, you know, I know you said you probably wouldn't come back. And all of a sudden he said, well, you know what, Ashley, since you asked, since you were the one that was checking on me, making sure that, you know, I was good, I'm going to come back and I'm going to play for you. 
when I told Eddie, he lost his mind a little bit. That that position was something that we needed, and his player was absolutely magnificent in that second season playing in his position. But then he switched over to O-line because he said he got tired of seeing me on my butt, you know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) People attacking me left and right, so him and Sean Cook have been vital in keeping me upright and allowing me to get those passes off, the passes that I tend to intercept at times. But, you know. (laughs) <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> and you know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. what you were talking about. There is 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 such a huge impact, right? Like bringing somebody back in and and wanting to do it because you you asked and, and you hit them up. And uh, I want to share, you know, that too, right? Uh, you know, a situation that happened similar to me, uh, where mm-hmm. that was Derek Majors. Um, you know, Derrick Majors was a coveted rookie coming out, right, just winning the championship with Madison. And uh, when the last QB was picked up on on, on, on on night one, I think, night one or night two, right, that was that mm-hmm. super long draft, right, where we had like seven rounds. Uh, I hit up Derrick, and I just said, hey, man, you know, I, I, I keep your head up. Like, you're such an amazing player. You're such an amazing person. Um, and thanks to you, Ashley, as well. I think um, you had had Derek on there a couple times with the whole Madison versus uh, Ottawa team, kind of talking smack on Zoom, right? So you gave him a platform to kind of speak, and I always loved speaking with Derek because just, again, he's such a, a great guy, a smart guy. And I reached out, and I just said, hey, man, keep your head up, and, and uh, you know, you're going to be something in this league, and you know, just being positive, right? And he goes and he does something big uh, that I always never forget is goes in the chat, right? It's the second or third day in the draft, and we're over here trying to figure out how our board is going to go, and boom, Derek writes in the chat, I will only go to Portland as a cornerback, right? I only want to go to Portland. And I, I wasn't watching the chat at that time, but something told me to look at the chat, pulled it up, saw that message, Derek deleted it. Right. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, I just saw this. It's in the middle of the war room. We're trying to figure out how to get this to happen. And long and behold, we were able to bring him. And he'll always tell you, hey, I did that because Nelson and and, 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 the, and Mel and everybody else reached out to me and, and, and made sure, like, made me feel, again, like, man, I'm not just somebody out here. Like, I wasn't forgotten. There's an organization out there that really does believe in me. And he said, hey, I'm willing to switch because he had a great corner, a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. That he was like, hey, I'm willing to take this other position to be part of the Portland fleet. And his loyalty, just like any of my other guys, is, is off the wall. Great guy on and off the field. Holds together with KT. We know KT is great and amazing as well. So it's just really awesome to kind of say, like, that situation that you have, we had too. And that aspect of getting somebody as great as Derek and you know he balls out, like he's he's a small corner, but he balls out. You know he he really causes some trouble there, and he he always puts himself in a position to make a play, and uh, he's really part of that no flies on the way. But you know I thought again as a general manager that's such a great story. Casey, you had some? Yeah, I have a question for Ashley real fast because you talked about the the passion that Eddie had to 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 get his own team. How how important is it? not just for you guys in Arizona when you're looking at rookies and free agents 
for that passion, but just in general for free agent rookies. Because, you know, this is a fun league, you know, we, we all pay to get in the league, but there has to be some level of passion to it to really enjoy it and really kind of get into it. How important is that for Arizona? It is very important, you know, because if you have that passion to be a leader, if you have that passion to be an owner, even if you have that passion to be a player, it's going to show. It's not something that can never be questioned. Like when you see my guys out in chat game day now, they may not be in the locker room as, you know, all the time, but there are times where we're all together chatting it up, you know, sharing stories, and there are times where it's kind of quiet, you know. But when it when it comes down, when it when it really really comes down to it, I know that they're gonna be there when it matters. When we the game days, you know, making those progressions. When I tell you the passion that my players have, they we literally have progression races. And when I tell them to beat me, I tell them that geez, I want you to beat me to progression. And I'm usually there one a.m. I'm one a.m. on the dot on Saturday. Like, I'm literally sitting there at 12.59 waiting for that clip clock, and I want you to beat me. And, yeah, some of them do, not, you know, not very often. <laughs> but I would at least have about a good, before 12 o'clock the next day, I would at least have a good about 12 to 15 people have already progressed. And then by the end of the night, heading on to that next day, the rest of them. So that's the passion that my, my, my players have about what they do. They believe in us. They believe that we can get them to that next level, and we're damn sure going to try. And even with Eddie, just for him to be able to just somehow be able to work the sticks and do everything else, those long owner meetings where they're sitting in there, you know, for hours, sometimes 8, 10, 12 hours just listening on a call, but he's still running sins or he's still able to kind of keep up with what's going on in the chat rooms and things like that. I think that's amazing. And even, you know, with the passion that I have as far as just making sure that my team is okay, doing wellness checks not only for my, like for my entire team, making sure that the progressions are right when we entered in the, the systems for the rosters and things like that. Um, finding out different ways to keep the teams engaged, you know, running the social media. You don't do all of that if you don't have a passion or a love for something. And we do. And it shows. Yeah. I think uh, it, it, the retention that you – I mentioned that a little bit, right, like adding in the rookies last year, only needing mm-hmm. two, right, and mm-hmm. then – Adding key free agents, but it wasn't that many neither. I think it was only two, correct? If if I'm was it three? I think it was three. I think it was Iverson. It was three. Yeah, it was Iverson. It was, it was David EJ. and it was and TJ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then that shows that you didn't really have that much holes to begin with, right? It's twenty roster spots we got to fill up. So that's not that when a team doesn't need that much, then it shows that retention and that belief. And I always feel like again. Retention kind of tells a story of, hey, how it could have gone out. We don't know what's back there. But, again, when you can keep more, it shows that whatever you have going on, more people believe in you. So I think that's awesome, right? Uh, you know, that competition, too, of trying to get who can who can check in first, um, I think it's an awesome competition. But what, what is uh, what, where are you moving on to now uh, with the Scorpions? What's the next plan? Uh you know, with eight, with Arizona? Well, 
to make sure that we get past the semifinals. That's the goal. So any progressions that we need to just take a, a like a fine-tooth comb, go over everybody's player bills. Um, we are in need of uh, a wide receiver three right now um, and um, linebacker. So finding those spots to fill and their kicker, you know, um, if there are kickers out there, you know, that's cool. If not, I'm just going to have to roll with the generic and just hope and pray that he make, you know, <laughs> make it in the upright. But, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, just fine-tuning the, the players that we have. Like, we'll literally sit on um, – Eddie and I will get on the call together, and he'll teach me, and this is a great teacher, and he'll teach me exactly what to look for, looking where people are kind of weak at, and then focusing on that, you know. So when we are putting those player points, hey, I want you to work on your agility. I want to make sure you work on your jump, you know, things like that. Um, Fine-tuning everything and trying to get the scouts that we need, you know, to kind of help out with, with, with helping Eddie, with all the things that he has to do, you know. Yeah. I think that things could have been different for us if we had a scout helping us. And, we you know, we ask the guys in our locker room, but some people don't have the game. The game is very hard to come by. Yeah. You can probably get an Xbox 360, but getting that actual game is very difficult And if, you, if you're not going to pay an absorbent amount for it. Um, and then even the time and dedication. Uh, most of our players work or they're in school, you know, things like that. So um, it's just about finding the, that scout that we needed and, um, fine tuning, fine tuning all the player bills and things like that, and um, hiring those people that is going to fit perfectly in our locker room. Yeah, oh, that's great. And you know, I think we actually have Eddie Gage on the line. Actually, should we bring him in and see <laughs> if he wants to also add something to that as well? Absolutely. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the owner of the Arizona Scorpions, Eddie Gage. Eddie, how you doing, man? What up, though? What up, though, man? How you been? <laughs> I'm good. I actually wasn't trying to crash your party. I was trying to listen to it on the internet, but I'm driving, and my map won't look, won't let me look at uh listen to your show and drive at the same time. So I had to call in. I wasn't trying to crash the party. Oh uh, no, no, no! It's, it's not. It's not crashing at all, man. You know, I always say that you're welcome, and we happen to be highlighting the Arizona Scorpions, so it is befitting that you call it, you know, at least you're listening now, and you didn't want to add anything. Uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity. If not, I'm sure I'd be happy to continue on speaking how great of an organization you got. Well, first of all, I want to say welcome back, man. I'm glad that uh, your show is back on the air, man. You know, the SFL as a whole missed you and your presence and your, you know, your podcast, and like I say, man, anybody out here you know, with content for the SFL, I always support. And uh, when I got the news you was coming back online, you know, I got you know happy for you, and I'm I'm glad that you uh that you back with it, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Honestly, you know, uh, without this portion, right? Like this is such a huge thing for me, right? It's, it's what I love about this league is is being able to share content and and give people stories and and give talk about the league even more. Um, it was it was something I was missing for a while, right? And it's something that I had to let go for a little bit to to 
help my own self, right? Help my individual self at that time because I needed to focus on that. And having great support is in KT and Ben still trying to have the show on, you know, Mondays and, and, and things that sort of I, I'm I'm very happy to be here, right? And uh the magnitude of my incident too, you know, could have could have been a lot worse. I'm just happy to, to overall be here, right, and be able to have you on the show and it's good to be back, so I appreciate you calling in. And that's one thing about you too, Eddie, right? Like you don't miss a beat with any of our shows. You know, you're on Dave's oh, show. You know, you're everywhere, right? Like any any anything that comes on, I think you're you you're there to to support it, front line and center. And uh, any all of us as content creators all appreciate it because um, you ensure that you really do share the support of this league and you know, always representing Arizona to the finest, you know, out there in the content team with Ashley. So you guys are two two faces of the brand necessarily, you know, basically of, of, of Arizona, I feel like. Oh, for sure. And with that, I want to, you know, I was, in, of course, I was tuning in, listening. Ashley did a great job of uh, doing what she always does and representing, you know, our squad. And uh, she did a great job of, um, Keep you abreast of the ongoings, and I, I like how she kept everything low key. She could have kind of exposed some stuff, but she did a great job of, uh, you know, keeping our moves in house. Appreciate that, Ashley. You know, you know, even, <laughs> even when, I, when I when I leave her alone, you know, she you know she doing it. She on her grizzly out here. You know, one thing I can say about Ashley, man. You know, and you know, I tell her this all the time, but um, you know. And don't get me wrong, me and Ashley, we tend to get into some knockout, drag out, disagreements sometimes. You know, it it, 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 it does everything but come to blows. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we both have the same. We we both have. No, I'm, I'm not gonna hit up, of course. Come on now, but but uh, <laughs> but, uh <laughs> but you know, we we, we have our disagreements, but yeah. <laughs> we have our we have our disagreements. But uh, at the end of the day, we we both have the same goal. We just sometimes have a different, you know, idea of how to get there. You know, we both want to win games. We both want to succeed. We both want our, our, everyone on our team to be happy and enjoy the experience. And uh, sometimes, you know, we just have different ideas of how to get there. But at, at the end of the day, you know, as, as much as we get into it, we also get along that much more. And I cannot – I've told Ashley this a million times, but I can't see Arizona without Ashley being a big part of it because, you know, she's been my A1 since day one. She's, my, she's not only my friend, my franchise quarterback, but she's our GM. You know, she out here on a grizzly. Anytime I need something done, there's a free agent I want to talk to or even a, a, a cast of people I, I want to interview for the, for the position. Man, I'm telling you, within 10 minutes, I got – you know, four or five, you know, group DM set up to interview people. I'm like, Ashley, how you get a hold of that fast? I'm like, dang, you know. It, it, it's just crazy, you know, how she, how effective she is at her job. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that at least half the team signed with us because because of Ashley. You know, I always ask, you know, what made you sign with us? You can sign anybody. Oh, man, you know, you and Ashley out here, y'all, y'all, you know, always out here, you know, making y'all, putting y'all name out there. And I like, you know, how y'all doing things around here, but. Truth be told, that they be giving Ashley all the pub, and I'm just like a cog that you know that kind of <laughs> make things work. You know, she, she like I, I said all the time, she's the she's the straw that stirs the drink, and I'm you know I'm 
you know, I hope she's not getting too emotional right now, but I just don't see. <laughs> Arizona is not as popular with the community as we are without Ashley, without a doubt. And I can't see, you know, she better retire, Scorpion, unless, you know, she decides to, you know, hang him up or something. You know, she she's going to always be as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, she, she did a great job keeping you abreast of what's going on. Why not give you too much information? And, uh, yeah, I just want to say she, she's doing a great job out here. Yeah. I think, again, right, like uh, what was explained, and this actually idea, I got a shout-out to Mike All for this idea, right? He he reached out to me and said, hey, Nelson, um, you know, I, I, I think it would be awesome to have kind of like, GMs come in and, and be part of the panel, and I said I think it would be awesome for you guys to share from the organization themselves about the organizations, right? Any new player coming in, right? Sometimes you're swayed based on what you see, and in, in sometimes chats or anything like that, or what an organization may be. And I think it, it's only fair for um, teams to speak to rookies and free agents, right? Again, I was hoping we would have maybe a little bit more of the rookies and free agents call in um, to ask questions, you know, kind of get to also know, if, you know, if they had questions about Arizona or if they had questions about drafts or anything like that. They can get different viewpoints, right? Um, but it was to really showcase each great team that we have and give a team an opportunity to really speak from themselves, because um, not everybody's like you and Ashley, right? Like, Ashley has a show. You're on, you know, every, you're always supporting all of us. So there's not a show without Eddie Gage somewhere in there. So, you know, so Arizona's a little bit more in that limelight than maybe a Sioux Falls, right? But we, I want to give everybody an opportunity to share that, who their brand is, who they are as, a, as an organization, and then allow people kind of give like a rookie meet and greet, right? <laughs> if you didn't have, you didn't knew you were really good at, at DMing, but you wanted to call in, you could call in and speak directly with Ashley or speak directly with yourself tonight, right? And uh, and be able to share that. So again, this is all Ashley. Whatever Ashley shared, I appreciate it because this is all the. This is now the Arizona Scorpion Hour, and I want folks to really walk out of here understanding the Arizona Scorpions. I'm sure they do because you guys represent yourselves amazingly in this community. But if they didn't know, now they know officially about what Arizona is about. And I've always given kudos on, you know, again, how you guys have grown. Uh, this growth of this last season for you guys was the, the, the biggest one, right? It was you guys lost yeah. to the team that won the championship. So what does that mean for you that if you would have won, you guys basically would have been the next champion. So, it, But that's growth, right? Because I think Eddie, you always said it, Arizona wasn't always like the, the thing that people had put in that pedestal in, in, until the wins started happening. And then the way you guys hold yourself in the community with Ashley and yourself, I think it, it's such a great, like you said, it's that family, that openness, that supportiveness, that, that intrigues people to come to Arizona and then seeing the wins and seeing how you guys represent each other as well as uh, teammates like, you know, uh, uh, it was uh, which hands brother, one of the hands brothers got married, like you said, Ashley, and that was celebrated, right? It was celebrated on Twitter. It was celebrated mm-hmm. on Discord. It was celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout outs to him, you know, and his, his marriage, if he's listening tonight, very congratulations to you and your wife. Um, and I hope you guys are having, a wonderful honeymoon, um, you know, and, and really enjoying that. And, and as a married man myself, you know, welcome to a great journey. 
it's it's been amazing my three years with my wife. And I love every minute of it. So, um, he better yeah. not be listening. He better be concentrating that marriage is what he better be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case may be is, you know, if, if he's like you, Eddie, if you were on your honeymoon, you probably would still have, be listening in some way, shape, or form and using the <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi to give us some kind of opinion, right? But that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it, I, I did this segment and going forward to having teams on here as their GMs, if their owners want to come on, they're more than welcome to. But to have GMs be able to give that from, from the team themselves and also give free agents and rookies an opportunity to talk to y'all or potentially get your information to hit you guys up in the DMs to say, hey, I love what I heard. I heard you had this opportunity, and I would love to talk to you some more. So that's the whole concept of this. I appreciate you guys being the first ones to do this with me, right? We'll have other teams, like I said before. We'll have uh, Jacksonville and Louisiana next week to to showcase and highlight and have rookies call in and free agents, and they can ask questions and things of that sort. But um, you too, like I I have to say thank you um, for being here tonight um, and, and, like, sharing again about Arizona and, the journey, I think that's the biggest thing. You guys had really good retention from that. And that's one advice, like I told you, Eddie, that you gave gave us is retention is key in this league. And I think you guys have a it really is. good way of, of keeping it, right? Uh, regard, like I talked about it, I think last season it was only five positions you had to fill out of 20. That's really good numbers, right, versus having to fill 15 spots or having to fill 10 spots or having to fill the whole team, right? So you always said that retention is always key. And I think you guys do an amazing job because I've seen the growth and it's not many people that you do lose. And if you do lose them, you know, again, it's always love and respect. And I've noticed even if they leave you guys, they're going for an opportunity that that puts them in in a position that maybe gets them closer to their goal overall. So really great stuff that you guys do. Uh, Anything else you want to share with rookies or Anybody else about the Scorpions, it is you. Again, if there's any rookies or free agents out there that are listening, you can call the number. It's 515-605-9847. Talk to Ashley, talk to Eddie, talk to myself or KT. Uh, Ask us questions if you like. Um, But Ashley or Eddie, do you guys have anything else you want to share about the Arizona Scorpions that folks, you know, so they understand what they would potentially come to if there's an opening in draft day or if you have an opening now to free agency, what what else could they know? And then how can they get to you as well? How can they get to Ashley and how can they get to you, Eddie? Ladies first. Oh, well, I mean, I actually been talking, so I don't know if you wanted to kind of add um, some more, maybe the history of Arizona, maybe from a different perspective, because uh, as I was telling them, you know, you showed that passion and that drive, man, that you wanted it. Even when I first entered the league and did not know who you were, I knew that you needed a team. I mean, I knew so, I knew Cam. Somebody needed to give you a team at some point because you was not going to be quiet about that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, just that you know, I am happy that I finally did get my squad. It, it took me, I think, two seasons before I finally got it. Um, and I, I, I will always be grateful to uh. Tiberius Bovine for selling me his squad uh, because the first season I tried to get an expansion did not happen. I was kind of sad about it. Yeah, I'm not even lying to you. I think Ramos even said it on his channel. I actually shed tears, man, when I didn't get my squad because I, I just wanted it. And that wasn't always the case for me. I was happy 
just being a player. And I remember um, I was on Baltimore, and we lost to somebody. I can't remember who it was. Back when we were the Baltimore Crabs, we, we lost to someone. And I sent TJ a DM. I said, hey, man, you got to get more aggressive on defense, man. We just just letting them march up and down the field. He said, why don't you do it? <laughs> you ain't said nothing. And then I realized just how hard it is. <laughs> and so uh, so I took that task on. And I was just happy to be a defensive coordinator. I didn't want to do anything else but just be a D.C. And then I remember we was getting ready to play, I think it was season 13 or season 12, one of the two. We were getting ready to play Vancouver. And at that time, I think they was like three and one or something. And they was putting up like 37 points a game. And uh, I remember Christian Christensen came in the chat and said, hey, Eddie, you're be one of the best DCs out here, man. What, what about, what's the thing about Vancouver? I said, oh, you know. They're a good team, no doubt. We got a challenge, but they're not gonna put up more than thirty on us. You know, I don't care what nobody say. And next thing I know, he tagged Andy <laughs> in the chat. And you know, you know how CC is, my God, man, why you gotta do that? And so Andy said, challenge accepted. And at the end of the day, Eric Garrison, you know, rookie of the year, came out with that pick six to seal a win. And I was on my high, man, and I was feeling good about myself. And Cam and Jeremy was calling the game, you know, the Denver owner. And they were calling the game, and Jeremy goes, man, you know, DeMar must be proud. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, bro. What about me? You know, and I kind of got, they kind of discouraged him. Like, you know what, I got to get my name out here and get on the map, man, and do something about that. And that's, how, that's that, it was that day I knew I wanted to be an owner. And I wasn't going to stop until I got it. So now that I got them, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be one of those 24 teams that has an owner in the SFL. It's only 24 teams in the entire SFL in the world, and I'm one of them, and I'm proud of it. And uh, I got an amazing staff behind me. You know, I can't do it by myself, man. There's one thing I learned. Season 14, I tried to do it all by myself. I'm, as, as he knows, I'm a hands-on owner. But I quickly learned that it will this league will break you trying to compete and do everything by yourself. So I got a great GM and Ashley. I got a great co-GM and DJ. He, he's kind of more quiet than Ashley is. You know, Ashley's kind of outspoken. Everyone knows her. But DJ, he knows a lot of people from other leagues around the SF, you know, besides just outside the SFL. And so when we interview people, a third of them, he knows. They're like, oh, I know this guy from this league or this guy from that league. I'm like, oh, dude, I knew it was the reason I brought you over here. So DJ, he out here doing his thing, and uh, you know I got some moves coming that's gonna help us out, man. I'm already excited about it because, like I said, you can't do it all by yourself. And I remember season 14 and season 15. It was somewhere around week eight, somewhere between week eight to week 10. I just broke down and started crying, man, because I was just emotionally just spent trying to do all the simming, all the scouting, all the game plan by myself. It's it's hard. You know, and anyone who ever been in my shoes know what I'm talking about. It's just so hard trying to compete because gone are the days when Minnesota was playing Cleveland, you knew there was a W because Minnesota was, you know, top ten and Cleveland was a bottom feeder. These days the competition is just so much fiercer. You know, the difference between, you know, Denver and, and say, the whoever the last-ranked team is in the SFL is so much closer than it was back when – in, in the early days of seasons, maybe six through nine or something like that. Somewhere around season 10 or something like that, things changed, and the competition got that much stiffer, and it's even more stiffer today. And, you know, you just can't do it all by yourself, so I'm glad. I'm so glad to have Ashley, man. You know, 
like I say, we 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 a dynamic duo, man. I, some days she's Batman, some days I'm Batman. But you know, I can't do it without. Her. I'm so glad she's here because I don't know what this squad would look like without her. Um, DJ doing this stuff, Dizzle in the background. You know, I, I got some things coming that's gonna help us in other areas, and I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to share it with the world what we're doing out here, and uh, we got some amazing things coming. You know, season four, my, my first season, we won four games, and despite our futility, we had a high retention rate. And, I, and every year, you know, at the end of every season, I always ask guys what their plans are. You know, I want to know if they're coming or staying, if they're staying or going, and I, want, I always want to know why. And they always tell me, you know, and I just, I, I'm just so blessed, man, to have a squad with this high retention rate. You know, we lost BJ, but he lost, he, he left for promotion. And then we lost Jacob McCall, but he wants to be a number one and number two. And I don't blame him. He's been in the league. This will be his fourth season coming up, I think. And uh, fourth, yeah, fourth season coming up. And, you know, he wants to shine, so I don't blame him. So, you know, there's that. And then Dave Brown, I'm not going to even touch on that man's name right now, but it is what it is. And so, um, you know, but for us to have the retention we have, I always ask guys, what keeps you coming back? And I got guys like Joey who say, man, I'm on a score. I'm on a team as long as you here. The day you retire, I'm going to time for the SFL. And just to hear stuff like that, man, it, it makes me feel so good. Dean's actually the same way. He don't talk much, but he, he tells me in the DM every season, man, bro, I don't know what it is about this environment. I know I don't talk much, but I'm always watching. I always see what y'all saying in here. And the environment here compared to my last team is just night and day, and I love it here. I, would, I don't see myself going anywhere else. I'm glad he got my player build up because when I first got him, his player was trash. I'm like, bro, you got we got to be at least animations to get you where you need to be. And this season, you know, he, man, he coming on that, that dude a dog, man. He, he was starting SFL in sacks, man. That brother's coming, boy. I'm telling y'all, what? Next, y'all, y'all thought my D-line ball out this season? <laughs> boy, wait till next season. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I love everybody. And I know I say it all the time, but I really mean it. I love everybody on my team. Without them, there is no me. I can't do it without them. Uh, Arizona, I love y'all. You know, I'm 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 so happy we don't have to, you know, go out and try to recruit so many people. I'm trying to get, like, Baltimore, the Baltimore's, but they don't have to recruit too many people every season and two falls and seasons fast. I'm trying to get on that level. And if I can get to that level with that high retention rate and with the support staff I've got around me, there's no reason we can't take it to the next level. We got so close. Man, I had dreams we'd beat, Boston, we'd beat Denver in the playoffs. I woke up at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And because I had a dream we beat Boston, we beat Denver in that playoff game. And I could not sleep after that. And I was just up pacing the house all day. And we came so close, bro. Oh, my God. But uh, we did get that one playoff game win versus Mexico City. I was so happy. I wasn't so much happy for me. Don't get me wrong. I was happy for me. But I was still more happy. I was more happy for my teammates because they they persevered and stayed here when they could have went elsewhere. You know, the Hans brothers, they get – Offers every season from teams, and they don't. Donnie don't. He say he don't even respond to him, you know, because he want to. He's a want to stay a scorpion, you know. He's from Chicago. He, we me and him from the same city, same area, and so, you know, he just see himself with us, and same with James and Didi said he ain't never leaving. Joey said he ain't never leaving, and just to hear stuff like that, man, it just makes me feel good that despite our futility when we first got here, our lack of success, guys stayed, and it's that locker room presence. If if you look at the the free agency uh, board, and that's not even all the guys who actually even being reported, 
there's a lot of free agency going around from, from teams who had good records. And I'm like, man, what is going on out here in free agency? So it just reaffirms that what I'm doing over here in Arizona, I'm, I'm sorry, what we're doing over here in Arizona is working, and we're able to retain players despite our, uh, you know, success level. Yeah, we, we got six wins this season, and we pushed Denver to the brink in the second round, but I'm looking for even bigger, 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 blah, bigger things next season because, uh, you know, I, I got guys on the squad who stay low to us, and I, 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 feel, I feel I owe that to them. And I almost made some wholesale changes uh, in order to get me some, some additional help, but at the end of the day I decided not to because I want to keep this squad together. They, you know, they, they stuck by my side, and I feel that I owe it to them to get us where we need to be. And I had to make a, a couple of changes, but it wasn't nothing you know, major. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy the way things turned out the way it did, and, and now i got to do my part and get us to that next level and get beyond the semifinals. I'm not promising championships or anything like that, but I'm just trying to out here working because everybody else is working to get us where we need to be. I'm kind of long-winded with that answer, but uh, that's just where I stand, man. I love my squad. I love my support staff, and I'm so anxious for next season to get started. But right now I just need a break to rest my my mind right now because I was worn down by the time the season ended. I just needed a break. I haven't turned on my Xbox since the season since our season ended. <laughs> but I, I know I got I got to get back on my grind and get this playbook ready for next season. But uh, I just want to say Arizona, I love y'all for y'all listening, and uh, we working out here. I think uh, I think that's honestly we always talked about the work that gets put in, and uh, I don't really know. I know Mel. Has, has has touched the Xbox a little bit, but not really as much. Um, and I know Jacob's always constantly, you know, on the Xbox and whatnot. But it, it, it does, you do need a break from how much you yeah. sim, how much you put in, how much you're trying to get the computer to manipulate, which you're trying to just have it do right. So yes. <laughs> I, I know I know it's definitely a, a process, and you know. It's something that you, you, I'm glad to hear that you're taking some type of rest because uh, it can it can be maddening, right? Like even even though I don't have the game, right? I sit because they'll they'll put sometimes in in the we have our own room so we can watch it as as coaches and everything in front office when they're simming. Since I don't have the game and and any of that stuff, right? It just kind of helps me see what's happening as well, and <clears throat> it helps me speak with the coaches on you know, what they're looking for or what progressions may look like in the future. And, you know, it kind of helps us have like a, a business meeting with what we're really supposed to be trying to see on the field. So um, I think in those moments, those are, are kind of where we establish like what we're going to be doing in the future and, and, and how we're going to progress for the future as well. So it's it's amazing how, each organization kind of has their way of connecting. I know you have told me in the past too, Eddie, that you and Ashley have like uh, channels where you guys just post stuff, right. Uh, to stay on top of mm-hmm. each other and what's going on in the off season. It, I just know how much the work you guys put in and I, and I hear you, you travel with your Xbox. Is that true? Like whenever you go to different oh, places, your Xbox goes with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to, man. I, I travel for work, man. And this thing, bro, I, it's, it, it didn't wore my back out. <laughs> I gotta bring my, my you know, I, I don't, I don't put in my luggage. I don't want to get stolen, so I, I put in my laptop bag and take it on a plane with me along with my laptop and everything else. And 
Yeah, that Xbox got a lot of miles on it, man, but it goes everywhere <laughs> I go. Yeah, that thing got some uh, flyer miles and everything, probably. So, it, yeah, you know, it probably so. got some stamps in this passport, but that's what I'm saying. That's the dedication that I know. <laughs> and I think we've spoke about it before, right? I think it's so easy for folks to give an opinion to say, oh, man, blah, 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 so-and-so stuck and this and that, when you don't understand how much people really sim work get a playbook that they feel confident in trying to figure out what's going to be that ultimate, you know, playbook that you're going to have or how you're going to look going into the season. So I definitely can attest to that. I always have heard about that, your work ethic, Eddie, and and, and your communication with with your team. I I know it's pretty awesome. Do you guys, like, uh, what's like the, the, I don't want I, I don't want to share, but what, what are some of the things? Let's, let's do this for rookies for them to know, or any potential free agents. So if they ever did want to talk, how did you want them to approach you guys as Scorpions, as as front office staff? How do you like rookies and free agents to reach out to you, um, and how do you like them to conduct themselves when they're speaking to you? Um, as you want to go first. Sure. Um, I think it's just better to hold on one second. Yeah, I think it's just better to just be yourself. I mean, the thing is, we're going to ask you those preliminary questions like, "Who are you?" The same questions that I kind of ask on my show. You know, who are you? And give us some interesting facts. You know, why did you? Why would you want to be a scorpion? All of those. But I think it's just important for you to just be yourself and just be straight up and be honest. You know, let us know what you're looking for, let us know what the expectations that you'd have on us, you know, as as a possible team that you'd want to join. And, you know, let us know what your goals are so we can try to and, and how you want your player to progress um, so that we can work together to make everybody happy because at the end of the day, you guys are paying your money and we want you to be happy with the product that you're receiving. Um mm-hmm. Also, with the team, we want to make sure that, you know, we have people on our team that want to be there. If you don't want to be there, I mean, there is 21 other teams out there that will, I'm sure, will pick you up, you know. Um, But when you come to us, just be real, you know, be yourself, let us know what your expectations are, and we got you. If we can accommodate, we'll definitely try. All right. Eddie, you got anything to add? Um, On top of that, uh, you know, when they reach out, I want them to, you know, I'm not looking for the, hey, how you doing, my name is so-and-so, I play quarterback, I, you know, and, you know, do you have any openings? I want you to go into detail and tell me, why do you think you would be a good fit for our team? What did you bring to the team? How can you help us off the field? I remember one time last season, we didn't end up signing the guy because we already had that position, uh, not filled, but we already had someone else already locked in. And the guy came with an entire history. He goes, hey, man, I saw you guys were ranked, you know, ex- you know so I forget what our ranking was at the time out of so many people, and, you know, he, he had an entire breakdown, you know. I feel I can help your defense out in this regard, and this is what I bring to the table. This is what I do off the field. I can help in these areas. And he, he knew a history of our squad. You know, I saw you guys won four games your first season, five games your next season. I think I can help you get to that next level. 
you know, if you got any questions, feel free to hit me up. You know, this is uh, what I do for a living. I mean, he gave me, he probably gave me everything but a social security number. And I'm, I was, it, it, it just floored me. And, and so we didn't draft him, but I ended up pushing him along to someone, to a good team who I knew would be a good fit for him, with someone who I knew had his interest, his best interest in, at heart in terms to his player build and his experience with, you know, with a locker room. And, uh, it's those kind of things I'm looking for. I don't want someone who's just going to reach out to me and say, hi, I play quarterback or whatever. I'd be a good fit for your team. Tell me why. Why are you going to be a good fit for our team? Give me some background about you. Help me to learn more about you other than just a name and a number. I want to know about you as a person. You know, when I go look at SFLM games, I could care less about what your stats are. I have some guys say, hey, you see my game today? I had a, had a pretty good game. Yeah, that's great. But I could care less about your stats. I want to know more about you, what you can do for the team, you know, how you're going to fit in our locker room, your personality. Everything else is secondary. I, I can build your player into what we need you to be as long as you got patience. I don't care if you're a bottom feeder. You know, I, I had I remember when we, when we got the Alex Constantine, he wanted to be a run stuffer. He said, hey, man, I want, I want to stop the run first. You know, just give you an example. I could care less about, don't get me wrong, he likes the sacks, but he wants to be known as a run stuffer. Great. But he had a, a, a you know, he, he was a, a, a base, I mean, a low bronze player. I could have passed him up and got somebody else, but I loved his personality. Same thing with, with Max Knight last season. He had, you know, an okay build, but there were, I think, two or three defensive tackles who had more value. But I drafted him because, I don't know if you saw what I posted on Twitter the other day about how he says, hey, man, I know defensive tackles in a, a glory position, but I, I just want to put my middle linebacker in the Hall of Fame by, you know, by taking up double teams and allowing him to make tackles. Damn. He, he, when, he to, when he told me that, he moved to the top of my draft board. I didn't, know, I didn't need to know anything else about him because that right there told me he's an unselfish player who would do whatever it took to help the team win. I said, dude, I hope you're a Scorpion for life. And I meant that because mm-hmm. that's, that's the kind of attitude I need. I, don't get me wrong. Receivers are different. They, they, they divas. So are quarterbacks. I get that. They want catches and all that. They're going to always be that way, you know, but that's, that, that comes with their position. <laughs> you know, as you say, I am not. Say, First off, off, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me stop you. Let me stop you right here. Not every quarterback <laughs> is a diva, okay? Now, um, TJ used to get on me, TJ of Baltimore, I always say, well, look at this diva over here. I am not a diva. Anybody, I'm the first one that would tell me at the end of the season. Hey, man, you know we got to make the salary cap. Don't know what it is. <laughs> but if you need me to, 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 hey, take away some of my animations to make sure that these true. guys can do, you know, we, we got what we need, I'll be willing to take everything down. I'll be willing to go down to a low silver if I need to, you know, just to make sure that everybody else has what they need. I've had Donnie and James both tell me, Ashley, no. I refuse to take anything from you, you know, points, something like that. We're literally over here arguing about points that I want to give you. Like, bruh, I mean, <laughs> I want to make sure that <laughs> you're going to catch the ball when I throw it, <laughs> you know? Right. So if that's I got to take off a few true. things, I don't mind, you know. So but I'm sorry, go saying, ahead, I said So what you're saying is you're not Aaron Rodgers, is what you're saying. No, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, a favorite, that's a favorite team, KT. How do you know she's a Packer for life? <laughs> you know what? Because I, well, I remember when out. we had Cam on, you guys are going back, and I'm like, okay, I got that now. I remember that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's hoping that yeah. she gets 
the she wins the Aaron Rodgers. She wants Aaron Rodgers to go to the Falcons and then them give up Matt see, Ryan. See, okay, actually to be real, I, I kinda thought about that but I was like, nah, nah. I'd rather I'd rather ah. see him retire first. <laughs> Hell, I'll go out there and play for him for <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, How dare again, you, right? <laughs> I think that was perfect, Casey. I really do. I mean, it, it, again, though, we talked about, you know, again, tonight was, like I said, that focus for, and hopefully rookies and free agents got something out of this before we close out for the evening. But I think you, you brought up something great. Like, it is the people behind it, right? Like, KT wasn't just, in this example, since KT's here, right, KT wasn't just a perfect fit as the person, right, because KT, when he came in, I think KT came in as a bronze, right, um, yeah. linebacker. So we didn't go, you know, folks would look at that, and I remember, and I brought it up earlier when we were talking, you know, everybody, when we were like, yeah, we signed KT as a linebacker, but like, who's that? And then, oh, he played a defensive end in Chicago, and he's a bronze, like, how are they going to replace you know, Amon or Frank with a bronze linebacker, and he balled out. Like, he balled out, and he grew, and he – but it wasn't just because of what he could do on the field. It's also what he was with the show and then who he is as a person. And, you know, KT brought it up great on, on game days. It's the biggest support. So I think you finding the people – that match, you know, you're not always going to get the perfect scenario. It's not always going to be, hey, this gold, whatever, whatever is is trying to come to your team, and they're also a team guy, right? Um, that's not always the case, so you have to find what's more important. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of times it's who that person is that you rather have and, and build that player up the way that they need to be built versus a, let me, you know, have this guy who maybe performs great on the on the on the field, but isn't the greatest team member or a team member that 100% believes in what you believe in. So, uh, before we close this out, though, Eddie and Ashley, anything you want to share else with rookies and free agents? Right, you guys got plans, and by no way, shape, or form does this change those plans. But I did want to give rookies an opportunity to hear from the Arizona Scorpions on why. Just like I, I was telling somebody before, this kind of like when, you know, schools, LSU, Alabama, all these huge schools come to you and say, hey, man, I want you to come, you know, be a be a, a tiger, you know what I'm saying, or, or go be a rolling tiger, whatever it is, right, you have that uh, opportunity to do so. So uh, in true fashion, like I always do, Ashley, Eddie, the floor is yours, you know, tell them where to find you at. Uh, again, if you want to share what those position needs are one more time so folks do know if they do want to reach you out, they can. Uh, go ahead. All right, Ladies so first. we are looking for – thank you. We are looking for scouts. Um, we are looking for um, interviewing linebackers. We are interviewing um, third receiver and kickers. Um you can reach me, of course, just look for the lady with an afro with a scorpion, like right over her eye and on her fingernails. That's me, um, AJ Trevon. Um, you can also look up um, SFL Knights. If you see anything, this is SFL Knights, you'll see my, my little picture right there. Just hit me up, man. You know, I talk to anybody, talk to everybody. Um, if you have anything, any questions that you want to ask, um, about progressions or about um, anything in general, 
I will tell you. If I don't know, then I'll find out the answer for you. I always have been like that. Um, and But, yeah, I just want everybody to just have a good time. I want you, you know, as far as Arizona, um, you know that we're a family-oriented environment. We just want everybody to have a good time, you know, and be there when it matters. Make sure you're making your progressions on time. Like I said, beat me at 1 a.m. If you're not up, at least just make sure you have it done before the end of the day. And, you know, and and just be a good brother or sister, you know, for your teammates. You know, that's that's all I can ask for. All right. And, Eddie, anything to add? I mean, Ashley pretty much hit the nail in the coffin. You can find me in Discord at Scorpion King. Um, or you can send me a DM through our Twitter account, something like that. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, my whole squad, once you join the team, every, everyone has my my cell phone. Nobody can get a hold of me at any time. And the same thing will hold true to whoever we brought to the team, you know. I, I expect it for you to share your phone number, if not your email, to remind you about progressing in case. You know, the deadline is, is is nearing. You haven't gotten it in yet. But for the most part, you know, we haven't had anyone miss progression in two seasons on our team. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of that. And uh, every season i got to, you know, put everybody's name in their hat and uh, who hasn't missed progression. And I, I get them, I buy them an Arizona Scorpions jersey. So i got to get that going once we sign the period is over with. But, uh, yeah, that's how you get a hold of me. We are looking for be interviewing linebackers, kickers, and uh, third wide receiver. Uh, you know how to get a hold of us. And uh, if you got any questions, feel free to reach out. Even if you don't, because I've had people who knew where they were going but wanted to ask me questions anyway in regards to their progression. Even though they weren't signing with us, they, they just wanted to know. You know, I had guys say, hey, man, you a Hall of Fame, strong safety, blah, blah, blah. You know, what do you suggest I work on first and stuff like that? And, you know, I kind of appreciate hearing that guys feel comfortable talking to me even though they're not signing with us, you know, on that level. So, yeah, I mean, I think Ashley did a great job as usual, you know, answering that question for you as far as what we're looking for. But, yeah, that's how you get a hold of me if you need anything. All right. Well, but thank you. DJ. He's our, he's our, he's our co-GM. We need to get a hold of DJ. His uh, Discord is DJ Moses, you know, the second. That's how you get a hold of him. Yeah, shout out to DJ as well. You know, again, I appreciate you two jumping on the show this evening. Thank you again. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what you guys do on this off season. And if you do draft, I will be excited to see who you draft as well. You guys have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Welcome back, bro. Thank you. Thank you again, Eddie. And KT, I appreciate you also as well. Thank you again. I'm so happy to be sharing the microphone with you again. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Bernard, who weren't here tonight, but they always, you know, part of the the Inside the League family. And anything you want to add, KT, before we get out of here? No, man, just good to be back. Uh, Next Monday, another great episode. You're back on your Friday Friday slot. So looking forward to that show and ready to go. Get it going. Hey, I'm happy to be back, KT. It's a pleasure, and you're right. We have our show coming up on Friday. Uh, that will be with Nathan Fury, the uh, guard, and then we have Justin Reside as well, the free safety that's going to be on this show on Friday. But with that being said, SFL, thank you for rocking with me. 
It is a pleasure being back. KT, always, myself, Nelson. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you Friday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.